0: with Fun and Podcast. I am Jordan. And I'm Aaron. And it's just, you know, lovely as always to have you here today. Listen Part to- two? Whoop. We are part two, people. If you did not listen to last week's episode, I mean, I can't imagine how confusing this will be. (laughs) It won't be confusing at all. But this is part two. We are currently on a journey through Epcot and wider than that, we're on a journey through Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. So last week we talked briefly about everything except for the World Showcase at Epcot. And this week we're going to dive deep into what the World Showcase is, but before we begin, we have a few corrections from last week. So, last week, I gave out the completely wrong dates for the Main Street Electrical Parade. It's an honor to know you. You know, this is no surprise, (laughs) so I wanted to let everybody know that the Main Street Electrical Parade is coming back to the Disneyland Resort for a very limited time, and the correct dates would be August 2nd through September 30th, 2019. So if you're there, go see it. It's the best. It is. That little two-month stint of fun. Another thing that we need to correct is the Living with the Land attraction. (laughs) Jordan did not say the correct sponsor, (laughs) and you guys will never know what she said. You'll never know. But it is sponsored by Chiquita. Chiquita! So congrats, Chiquita, for sponsoring Living with the Land. (laughs) You've made it. Congratulations. Way to go. I also think I called it living off of the land a few times. So living with the land. Is that right? That is correct. Yeah, Living with the land sponsored by Chiquita. And then we did not know what the Epcot ball was called. and I actually don't think it has a name. Whoa. Let's call him it. But the only thing that I did find about it was that it's the... Y'all, I didn't pay attention to science. So hang on. (laughs) It's the geodesic sphere. Sounds like a shape. That is another name for it. But I think generally people just call it the Epcot Ball. I don't think it actually has a name. It's just home to Spaceship Earth. We should call it g GsV g g Or Ed. And then last up, we have exciting news. Very. Kind of. Ish. Oh, okay, well, it is exciting. The news is exciting, but, but we can't get too excited yeah. yet. Exactly. So Jurassic World The Ride is something that Universal Studios Hollywood has been working on For a while now Since September September of last year And Essentially They took the Original Jurassic Park Attraction And upgraded it To reflect the newer Movies that have come out So This attraction Actually soft opened On Friday I think so Yeah That was the first time I saw it Mm -hmm. So there are a bunch Of awesome YouTube videos Kind of giving you A glimpse Of what this attraction is They haven't Officially come forward To say that it's open I know at Disneyland when they soft open stuff. It's just legit open. Yeah, yeah. They have said like, hey, it might be closed or put off a few days. Like just know that it's a soft opening right now. So if you go and you are there, there's a chance it might not be open or only open for part of the day. They're still just working out the kinks in the soft opening, but it looks fun. So it'll be exciting to see when it does actually open and it should be very, very soon. If regular human beings like you and I can be on it. That's all we have for news this week. So there you go. (laughs) If there was more news, we're really sorry (laughs) that we did not catch it. However, we're going to go straight into our World Showcase episode, Epcot Part 2. Part 2. And like Jordan mentioned earlier, this will probably make a lot more sense if you go listen to Part 1. But we'll preface it the tiniest bit. The World Showcase is something at the Epcot Park that is unique to them and it basically is a celebration of several different countries from around the world. They have food, entertainment, attractions, all that jazz, so we're going to dive into what countries are there and what they have to offer. So Jordan, kick us off. I would love to kick us off. Before we get into it, we're going to go in order of countries based on if you walk up to the World Showcase and you turn left and you walk around the half circle that direction. That's what we're going to do. Left to right. Left to right, like we're in Japan, which we'll make a stop at a little later. Like we're in Japan. They read left to right. We read left to right. Oh. (laughs) I've been reading wrong this whole time. Whoa. It makes a lot more sense now. (laughs) Why I don't understand That is crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Reading is hard. Okay, so starting with Mexico. Now, Mexico (laughs) I think I... Can you read this? Okay. (laughs) Mexico is an awesome little stop and has quite a few cool things in it. So first up, it has an adorable little attraction that Aaron rode for the first time when we were there in December. And this is Grand Fiesta Tour starring the three amigos. And this is inside one of the pyramid ruins. It's like a pre-Columbian pyramid. Mm -hmm. And we all know and love the three amigos. So that is head by Donald Duck and then some other people that I don't know their (laughs) names. (laughs) but Couldn't both tell you. both birds we got a little bird community it's really cute it's just a very simple boat ride that is i mean i hate to say this but it, but it's nothing special it's nothing to write home about but you got to do it it's really cute and chill and there's really never a wait for it like the line the queue area itself i don't think could fit more than 50 people and <laughs> it's probably as long as and Arby's walk-up. <laughs> that is a fantastic <laughs> description. So, it's impossible for the line to get long. It's cute. There's the three amigos in it. It kind of takes you through a journey around Mexico. I'm gonna be honest, wasn't really paying attention. What I would love to see this attraction as in mm-hmm. the future and there have been rumors. There have been rumors. Um, I really hope that they turn this into a cocoa themed attraction. Mm-hmm. I would love that more okay. than anything. Put all that energy, good energy out there in this pyramid thing as well. They do have a really cool Coco themed area. I'd say it's more like a interactive museum. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. They just have some cool history about Coco and kind of all the Day of the Dead things and some, like, a fun little interactive game. That would be worth going inside the pyramid, 100%. And, of course, as we spoke about last time, there is a Perry the Platypus Agent P World Showcase inside this pyramid as well. So, within that pyramid itself, there is a bunch of uh, shopping options for you filled with shops that sell jewelry, pottery, clothing, and leather goods, all from, like, that pre-Columbian era Aaron was talking about. And of course dining. We have La Hacienda de San Angel Quick Service. Mm -hmm. This has Erin's favorite little popsicle that she always gets, and we do really enjoy eating here. I think they're called paletas. Sorry. (laughs) We immediately shrug after everything we say. This is going to be rough in terms of pronunciations, and I'm so sorry. This is totally our fault. Yeah, we are something that we should have looked up beforehand, and I'm just really Sorry. Yeah. There's only so much we could do. But if we mess up anything or do anything, just feel free to email us, let us know, and we will personally apologize to you. We're just apologizing in advance. Yeah. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't have researched the pronunciations of these things beforehand, but we're sorry. Yeah. It doesn't excuse us, but we want to learn and be better. Mm -hmm. And right adjacent to this little quick service restaurant is one bar area. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sorry <laughs> that's what our sweet sweet Aaron wrote <laughs> Which is called La Java del Tequila. This pavilion seems small, but there is so much inside this pyramid. Inside the pyramid is something very, very cool that I would relate to uh, the Blue Bayou. You get to sit inside the pyramid. You're dining in basically under the stars. This is called La Cantina San Angel Restaurant. And uh, yeah, all of these places serve your typical Mexican fare. It's just a great little pavilion. All... Mostly inside of a pyramid. Whoa. That's awesome. Next up on our stop, walking around the world. doop. doop, doop. That's how Aaron walks. <laughs> we are now in Norway. So, this Norway pavilion, to give a little background on it, it resembles a Norwegian town square and it has like cobblestone courtyards and a replica of a 14th century fortress found in. Oslo. Wow. Super cool. Once again, all of these pavilions are modeled after real-life architecture and the culture of these countries. But, in Norway, you can meet Anna and Elsa, our beloved princesses. Get out. And you can actually do this here at the Royal Summer House. So, if that's important to you, I think you can get a fast pass for this. We talked about that in the last episode. But, this is where you would do that thing. Also in Norway is the Frozen Ever- after attraction, which we also talked about on the last episode. We love this attraction. Mm -hmm. We highly recommend it. Be sure to probably get this as your number one top tier fast pass if you are interested in riding this at all. Because it's a long line. It is a long line. And the ride itself is pretty short. So just to give you context, the ratio of waiting to riding, you know, you got frozen cons, y'all. Mm-hmm. Weigh those options. So once you do get out of the Frozen Ever After attraction, you will want to go shopping. And they have a couple of shops in the Norway Pavilion. The first one is the Wandering Reindeer. And this one is solely dedicated to Frozen merchandise. Cute. So you can buy plushes, dresses, all that stuff. And then at the Puffin's Roost... You can purchase books on trolls, vikings, there's cookbooks that have Scandinavian cuisine in them, they have little fairy tale stories, jewelry, clothing, a bunch of stuff. All of these shops are filled with lots and lots and lots of merchandise, Mm -hmm. so... What we're saying on here isn't even half of what they sell. Yeah. Just kind of gives you an idea of what's in there. I know that they have candy. Most of the pavilions have, like, candy and some sort of food items that you can purchase to take home with you Mm -hmm. that are native to those countries. So be sure to walk in the shops if you're interested in that and all. And then dining... I swear it gets a little tricky. <laughs> the Akershus is a princess storybook dining. And you can actually come here for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but a reservation is required. So this is super cool. If you have anybody in your family that loves princesses, this might be a go-to dining experience. For That's them. awesome. hmm And then we also have the Kringla Bakery Og Cafe, which is a quick service restaurant, which is nice. No reservation required. And this serves open-faced sandwiches and pastry. Such as Kringles, which are candied pretzels, and Lefsies, which is a thin potato bread rolled with cinnamon, sugar, and butter filling. Which, how have we not had this before? It sounds delicious. I was thinking that. I was like, what are we doing? So good. I know. So that's a really good quick service stop, but that kind of wraps up Norway. Yep. It's really cute and a fun little area. I always enjoy oh absolutely. Now just steps away from that we find ourselves in China. Which again, how wild that we have already been to Mexico, Norway and now to China, within steps of each other. And we do have to say, even though we're going through this quickly. These are, while steps away, as Jordan said, it is quite a few steps away from each other. (laughs) This is a (sighs) humongous world mm -hmm. showcase, so wear comfortable walking shoes, get ready to walk. Yeah. Even though it sounds like they're right next to each other, it's a little spaced out sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Also, before you begin on China, we need to talk about the Mulan trailer. <gasps> Yo! That just got released, and it looks awesome. It looks so cool. Admittedly, Aaron and I, not the biggest fans of these live-action Disney movies. No real reason, we just aren't into them. We don't really go out of our way to see them. Mm-hmm. However, this Mulan movie looks... I'm front row. Oh. Not really. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's not comfortable. We're seat in the house. <laughs> I am so excited for it. It looks legit awesome. Like, it looks is incredible. going to be like a genuinely really, really great movie. I as know. they always are. Oh, Disney does a great job. Oh, for sure. But this, we're into this I love, one. yeah, like the serious vibe. Mm-hmm. It's going to be great. Yeah, legit looks like a samurai movie. Yeah, it looks awesome. Oh, so cool. So, China is really cool because you enter through a triple-arched ceremonial gate patterned after the Temple of Heaven... In Beijing. So you are seeing iconic sights and sounds like Aaron was talking about earlier. Of course, there's beautiful intricacies, foot bridges, bamboo groves, small waterfalls, and we can go on and on. Just a really peaceful, serene area. Of course, most importantly, we were talking about her just a second ago. Our girl Mulan, you can meet her and greet her here, which is something that I've always wanted to do, but somehow I've never done. We just miss the times. So if there is something like this that you want to. Plan around it. You can check the times mm-hmm. for character meet and greets on the Walt Disney World app. Absolutely. Something that is a must. Oh, that, that is for a sure. great, great app. Download it do Attractions here, they have Reflections of China, which is a 360 Circle Vision film that features footage of China, including the Great Wall, Forbidden City of Beijing, the Gobi Desert, and more. So there's no seating in the cedar. It's just like a stand. Watch this cool show. As far as shopping goes, we have the House of Good Fortune, which has a variety of silk clothing, lacquer, mother of pearl inlay furniture. You can buy furniture here, people. That's incredible. It's huge. It's one of the largest shopping centers I guess in Epcot. Wow. So this is Humongous, And we've never been in this one. We have not. Which is crazy because it literally is the largest one. They have furniture. That is wild. Uh, Jade carvings, stuffed pandas, and more. An awesome thing, speaking of shopping, just in general at the Walt Disney World Resort, they, of course, if you are staying on property at Walt Disney World and you purchase something in any of the parks or even downtown Disney, or excuse me, or even. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Yikes. (laughs) or even Disney Springs. There you go. They will deliver your purchases to like a front desk area of your hotel. So where we always stay, the Pop Century, it is in the gift shop. You just go, give them your name and they will have all of your purchased items right there for you. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, I don't know what they're going to do for furniture. (laughs) I'm not sure where they're going to store There are some items that, we'll get to it, (laughs) that I... Don't really understand, for security purposes, how they sell them. I'm assuming you just, this is just me, as an amateur furniture purchaser, that you just immediately, in buying it, you have to ship it from the store. I think so, too. And I think that's how it is with other items that we will get into later on. (laughs) Can you imagine just looking like a couch throughout (laughs) F.C.O.T.? Oh, and this is one thing that I wanted to talk about last week, but totally forgot. I saw the other day, I had no idea that you could do this. You can actually rent a boat? Yeah! That can take you to each of the world showcases, and I think it's like a hundred something dollars an hour, which... sounds expensive. It is. And it is. But if you split that between eight people or six people that you're with, not too bad. And you don't have to walk this entire exactly. thing. You can and it. that boat comes with snacks, I think, and refreshments too. Amazing. And you get your own, obviously you don't get to drive the boat, <laughs> but you have your own little boat driver and they can take you wherever you want in the World Showcase, which I thought was awesome. That is... I think this might be a new thing or just maybe something I've never heard of before. I loved the videos and the pictures of these people that I follow that did it. It looks awesome. So maybe something to consider. Absolutely. If you got the cash. Yeah. There's so many hidden gems at Walt Disney World, things like this, that you just can't experience anywhere else. So it's very, very cool. The whole middle of the World Showcase is water. So that's how... You'll vote. Well, I guess the lake is surrounded by the world. Exactly. Exactly. So to wrap up China, we, of course, have got a great dining option, which is the Nine Dragons restaurant. This, of course, shocker, spoilers, Chinese food. It is a sit down restaurant and it usually does not require reservations. But if this is something you absolutely want to do or there's a certain time you want to be there, go ahead. Make a reservation for it. Just be safe. And that's China for you. Next up on our little boat ride, because we rented a boat. Yeah, Jordan and I are sharing one. Oh, cute. We are going to Germany. This is where it's going to get very tricky. So I am so sorry. <laughs> and there is a lot of stuff in Germany that I had no idea existed. <laughs> Germany's huge. It is humongous. When I was typing all of this, it's like there cannot be this many shops. <laughs> Pulling my leg. All right, so Guggenhagen to Germany. Is that even a word? What is hello in German? Um, I know this. Gutentag. Gutentag to Germany. We're not even sure if that's right. We'll go for it. Sorry, Grandma. <laughs> so Germany is modeled after German architecture. So it's surrounded by a cobblestone German plaza. The architecture reflects various German regions. So we have replicas of medieval castles and fairy tale-styled buildings. So it's really cute. This is a very cute area. And the clock tower chimes to a special melody, which is really fun and nice. So, there on the hour, you can kind of hear the melody. They also have entertainment at this pavilion so you can hear the margaret almer and bavarian band and they yodel and perform five days a week here how cool is that so each of these typically has some sort of entertainment Mm -hmm. option i don't think there was in any of the ones that we went through but there could be small entertainment yeah it's usually not big no but anyway so that's really exciting they don't have any attractions here but but (laughs) whoa in unison they make up for it in shopping. They do. And my butt was they do have an Agent P's showcase here. They do. mm mm-hmm. Good job. So, and this is a fun one. It is for Agent P. I think this is my favorite one. Whoa. Okay, that was bold. It's one of my favorites. Okay, so for shopping, (laughs) we have the Dura Teddy Bar, which is a shop that has stuffed animals, medieval toys, which, you know, I'm not sure what that means, but I'm in puppet theaters and, of course, teddy bears in the name. And then we also have the Volkskunst I say you nailed it. Which sells beer steins, of course. This is a big Germany thing. Mm-hmm. Hats, cowbells, and more. They also have the Das Kaffhaus, which is a soccer store. Um, or football. Football, oh my goodness. <laughs> wow, rookie mistake. <laughs> rookie. This is a football store, so they'll have football jerseys and football balls. <laughs> <laughs> Typically soccer balls. Soccer ball. <laughs> they have the Stein House, which is an even larger selection of beer steins, themed t-shirts, and more. So, the Volkskunst was not good enough for you. <laughs> Head over to the Stein House. And then we have the Caramel kush, which is freshly made caramel corn, which I had no idea existed here. I didn't either. That's amazing. Carameled apples, yum. And then I think carameled strawberries and a bunch of other delicious items. So, yo, shame on us for not knowing of this. They have the wine keller, which is where you can purchase German wine guides. And I think you can taste them as well. I, I'm not totally sure. Mm. But, Maybe go in there and see. <laughs> Let us know. And then we have the Susikitan, which is another store that has handmade candy. Homemade, sorry, homemade candy. Pretzels, chocolate, Haribo. Haribo? We've never figured out how to say we this. We don't know. We say different every but, time. But we love it. And I've gotten some candy from here before. Yeah, they have the gummy bears... You've probably seen it at your mm-hmm. local grocery store. Yeah. They're delicious. And German cookbooks are also sold here as well. And we're not done, so keep <laughs> hanging on. <laughs> we have the... Die Eck. Wienhanksteck- I don't know. Christmas store. Yeah. This is Christmas all year round here. Iconic. This is a fun store to go into, even if you're not planning on purchasing anything for the holidays, but they have ornaments, just super festive fun. Stockings, mm-hmm. all that fun stuff. So go in here. It's fun. They also have the Kunstar Beat Kristall, which is Swarovski crystals and fine crystal pieces. So this is fancy stuff. <laughs> We've never <laughs> not, gone in there. Not for, the, not for us. Sounds fun, though. That's yeah. what you're interested oh, in. Oh, absolutely absolutely and then the glaskunst which is the sells arbas i'm assuming that could be brand or a type of glassware i'm not cultured i'm very We'd sorry we aren't fancy. and it also offers engraving as well so that wraps up the shopping area of germany how incredible that you can get all of that just in one section it's in one section of the world showcase incredible. it is a lot but if you you know exhaust yourself shopping there are plenty of dining options here as well so there's the beer garden. This is an all-you-can-eat buffet and it has sausages, chicken, frankfurters, and salad. And then while you're eating the buffet, they have little folk dancers and yodeling and folk music to delight people who are eating there. So this is really fun. That's awesome. I know. I didn't know this existed, but this sounds like a blast. Oh yeah. And then of course our dad's favorite restaurant is the Sommerfest, which is a quick service restaurant that serves bratwurst and sandwiches sauerkraut, soft pretzels, and apple strudel. Mmm. Danke to Germany. (laughs) Bitte, bitte. Now, scooting on over to Italy. Here, there is an authentic replica of the original bell tower in St. Mark's Square. The landscaping here includes olive trees, a central plaza area, Venetian-style bridges, and gondolas. It really is incredible how unique each of these are. As soon as you walk past, there's never any sign being like, you're in Italy now. You just know it because they've done such an incredible job embodying the culture and feel of each of these places. As Aaron talked about earlier, some other places have like little entertainment just around. I've seen in Italy, they've had uh, some people juggling soccer balls before or people singing opera type music. Like you just never know what you're going to find. So here there aren't any attractions. But of course, Italy is known for its good, good food. So that's where the main attraction lies. But we're gonna go to shopping first, <laughs> just to make it make you wait for. In shopping, there are quaint shops offering Italian merchandise, things like espresso coffee, Italian chocolates, Florentine soaps, cookbooks, and so so much more. And for the dining, we have the Tutto Italia restaurant, which is of course Italian cuisine. We have the Tutto Gusto wine cellar, and now this only seats ninety six people and is open from 11.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. And this offers an extensive drink menu, including over 200 varieties of wine, which is incredible. You can try just an absolute plethora of anything really you could want from Italy which is incredible. This place also has an appetizer menu, which includes small plates, cheeses, mini panini sandwiches, pasta, and seafood. And it is actually located in a wine cellar, which is really fun. That's legit. We also have Via Napoli, which is authentic Italian pizzeria and restaurant. And this is cooked in the stone pizza oven, and you can watch it being cooked. I don't know why stone oven pizza is so good. Mm-mm-mm exactly. So, so good. And of course, more pizza. We've got the Pizza al Tagilo, which we talked briefly about in the last episode. This is a walk-up window that serves three different types of pizza and alcoholic and non-alcoholic beverages. We ate there last time. Chef's kiss. It was real, real good. And of course, they have various carts around that have Italian pastries, wine, and margaritas. So you could just wander around and be like, hey, that looks great. And get a margarita and then a few steps over, get a little pastry. You're Just living the dream. From Italy, we travel to the United States. (laughs) This is where we currently reside. Yes. So, not super exciting for us, but if you are, say, one of the Nova Scotians that is listening to this podcast, this could be exciting for you. The architecture and structure of this Pavilion is based off of colonial America. The architecture reflects Independence Hall, and within this building, the lobby and halls are lined with quotations from notable Americans. You have artwork that depicts the development of the United States. The United States Pavilion is also home to an outdoor amphitheater, where they do Guardians of the Galaxy awesome mix live. (laughs) Nothing can be more American. American I know, when I saw this, I was like, Nice. All these other, like, cool entertainment options in other countries, very cultural and amazing. And then we have Guardians of the Galaxy <laughs> Awesome Mix Live. <laughs> Nailed it. Which I'm sure is wonderful. It is so, it is very cool, and I love Guardians and Marvel and things like that. So, in addition cool. to that, <laughs> this is also home to Voices of Liberty, and that's an eight-part acapella group that sings folk songs. I'm in so, that. Once again, for the entertainment, you gotta check the schedule before you go or while you're there because we can't guarantee the show times or anything, so that's why they're not listed. In America, there is an attraction. It's called the American Adventure. So this show is located in a theater. Surprise! Shocker! And in the theater, there are 35 animatronic figures used in scenes that depict the Pilgrim's arrival. At Plymouth Rock, they have scenes for. the Not actual scenes, obviously, but, like, scenes depicting, which I had said previously, now that I realize (laughs) it. You sure did. The Boston Tea Party, George Washington and Valley Forge, the Declaration of Independence, the Civil War, and the invention of the telephone. (laughs) I don't, I literally just don't understand how we got from A to B in that sequence, but that is what it says. So, that's America for you. Way to go. I don't know, we've never seen this. I don't know how long it is. I would like to. That sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I like American history, so we'll have to check it out at some point. And then also in the United States Pavilion, they have Heritage Manor, which is where you can shop, and they have apparel, accessories, pins, housewares, pretty, all that good stuff. Cute if you're wanting some United States patriotic merch this is where you go. That's where you find it. Dining in America. We have the Liberty Inn, which is a quick service place that serves, you guessed it, hamburgers, hot dogs, chicken strips, apple pie, all that good stuff. So if you have any picky eaters, Me. maybe head over to the Liberty Inn. They've got the classic American options for you. I have eaten here many a time. I have eaten here before. But I do encourage everybody to maybe branch out while you're in Epcot because you can find this stuff. I mean, any of the other four theme parks at Walt Disney World. Mm -hmm. So if you're in Epcot, try to branch out. I agree. I've never once been disappointed by anything else I've ever had. Yeah, there you have it. And then there's also the Fife and Drum, which serves... It's another quick service that serves turkey legs, hot dogs, and smoothies, so you can't get enough hot dogs here. (laughs) There's also a funnel cake stand, and then we have the Block & Hans, which serves American craft beers and Mickey pretzels. I love pretzels. So that's what you can find in the United States Pavilion. Once again, could be interesting, whether you're from America or not, Mm -hmm. but there you have it. Next up, we have Japan, which, when you walk past, has a towering blue-roofed pagoda. This is huge. Like, Huge you can't touch the top. There was 40 of you stacked on top of each other. You just couldn't touch the top. This is great for pictures and is a replica of a 7th century Haruki temple. There, of course, are several foot bridges with streams, water lilies, and colorful koi fish, bamboo, monkey puzzle trees, and wide open courtyards. Something really, really cool that they have is the Japanese taiko drumming, which is called Matsuriza, and it's performed several times a day. The show is so cool. If you can stop by whenever they're doing it, I highly recommend it. Yeah, yeah. You can usually hear it, and it's very impressive. It's really cool. There aren't any attractions here, but of course, where there is no attraction, Agent P swoops in and saves the day. There is an Agent P showcase in the Japan Pavilion. As far as shopping goes, this is pretty cool. They have the Mitsukoshi Department Store, which is essentially like a mall, it but a small mall. But it has a large variety of Japanese gifts, souvenirs, everything from Hello Kitty, Pokemon, Tamagotchis, traditional Japanese footwear, clothing, anime trading cards, candy, bonsai trees, calligraphy brushes, swords. We really took it. We took it there. We just continued to have that. I swear you can buy swords here. You can. You absolutely can. Which is where I'm coming from in terms of security, (laughs) where we didn't know where the furniture went. I'm not sure... Where you can possibly buy a sword and put it. I'm assuming they send it to your house, which makes the most sense mm-hmm. to me. I've never seen anybody purchase one. I personally never purchased one, but they are definitely available for purchase. Yeah. And they're very the cool. Yeah. They're very cool. This store is awesome. This is probably my favorite store to go into at Epcot. Yeah, we it's go every time. huge. Mm-hmm. And they have so much stuff. They also have Nintendo-themed yeah. stuff. I don't know if you knew this. I didn't know this until a while ago. The United States has, like, the worst Kit Kat collection. <laughs> Accurate. <laughs> in terms of flavors. But apparently, in Japan, they make all sorts of Kit Kat flavors. And so they have all sorts of fun Kit Kat candies. And what are the cool panda things that we love? Shoot. Like the panda cookies that have chocolate filled in them. So good. Anyway, so many good options, candy-wise. It's so good. This store is amazing. Yeah, this is my favorite store. Yeah. I agree. And then moving on to dining, we have the teppanyaki place that we talked about last time, the teppan-ido, which is, again, very nice sit-down restaurant. Highly recommend making a reservation for this one. Next up, we have the Mitsukoshi Tokyo Dining, which offers traditional Japanese cuisine with modern and innovative presentations. Now, you're going to have to go find out what that is. Yes. And this is a sit-down restaurant in addition to the teppanito and then last but not least we have the katsura grill which is a quick service that offers indoor outdoor dining edamame udon noodles sushi teriyaki panko breaded sandwiches and more is that the i recently discovered that they have canned bread in japan oh i don't know i wonder if it's it's um made with that anyway i don't know we still aren't done which is wild. You guys can tell how large each of these are and then all of these together. We still have more to go. That's literally three restaurants just in one location. In one location. How? I don't know. And that quick service restaurant sounds so good. I don't know why we haven't been there yet. Something is wrong with us. I don't know. The Japan Pavilion, I'd probably say is my number one. I would have to agree. It's very large and Mm -hmm. really cool. Mm -hmm. So check this one out. And all of them out. But this one is by far my favorite. Yeah. Moving on to Morocco. Something really interesting about the way they built this pavilion is that the Moroccan government actually helped out. And this is the only pavilion that the country's government actually, you know, helped with it. That is wild. Yeah. So they helped design it. And obviously here there are warm terracotta tiles and green roofs stuccoed archways and bustling marketplaces. It's a really fun, neat area. Guarding the entrance to the Morocco Pavilion is a reproduction of the Coitubia Minaret of Marrakesh. I'm very sorry if I mess it up, but this is a prayer tower of the 12th century mosque, which is pretty cool. That's awesome. There are no attractions in Morocco, so no attractions, no Agent P. Still worth going to though. Absolutely. In Morocco, they're, I mean, like I mentioned before, they have bustling marketplaces, so there's just tons of shops that have fine jewelry, traditional clothing, shoes, decorative plates, mirrors knotted carpets, rugs. That's where the other furniture comes in. We yes. think that they mail it to you. And they have some really cool stuff here. They have really cool stuff. I think I've gotten like some jewelry and bags from here before. Totally. Really fun. And then in terms of dining, they have a restaurant called the Spice Road Table. This menu is filled with a lot of small plates. They also have live entertainment and henna tattoos are offered here as well. Cool. So kind of sounds fun. Yeah. And then there's also the restaurant Marrakesh, which has exotic cuisine, Moroccan entertainment, traditional couscous, lamb dishes, shiz kebabs, and more. They also have the tangerine cafe, which is a counter-service restaurant that serves Mediterranean specialties, salads, and desserts. And then last we have the Moorish Cafe and Pastry Shop. So here you can get light crepes, specialty coffees, mint teas, and more. Wow. The Morocco pavilion's really neat. It is cool. It's mm-hmm. like right next to the Japan pavilion. This yeah. is one of the ones that is actually pretty close. Mm-hmm. They're kind of like tucked right behind each other. Morocco is probably one of the smallest pavilions. Yeah. But again, so much to offer. Now, scooting on over to France. Now, this, of course, has beautiful architecture, cobblestone pathways, lots of wine and perfume shots. Acrobats perform here daily. Romantic music. Fountains to relax nearby. They do have a couple attraction-type things, but a lot of cool things coming soon. So they have Impressions de France, which is a film shown at the Palace du Cinema, which is an 18-minute film where you can sit. Any place that you can sit, awesome. We're into. Now, they do have a Beauty and the Beast sing-along, which is coming soon, which should be really cool and fun. I love the tunes of Beauty and the Beast. I can just sing my little heart out. And of course, Remy's Ratatouille Adventure is coming in 2021. This is an attraction that they currently have in Disneyland Paris, which has been Very, very highly regarded So it's going to be awesome to have it here In Walt Disney World As far as shoppings go There is too much to name So there's just an abundance (laughs) of shops and merchandise There's just a lot There's a lot, there's a lot And it's scattered about and really cool Now dining, they have a slew Of really, really cool fun things So they have Le Chefs de France And here they have tables that overlook The streets of France and give you a bird's eye view While you dine This is really cool. Aaron and I have both been to Paris, France, and this is something that that I did while we were there, and it was one of my favorite parts, just getting to overlook that. So getting to recreate that in freaking Orlando, Florida, (laughs) is awesome. Next up, we have Monsieur Paul, which is a deluxe dining and only open for dinner. This is touted as one of Epcot's best restaurants. I'm guessing absolutely something you need to make a reservation for. Les Hall's Boulangerie Patisserie It has croissants, eclairs, mousse, quiche, souffles, tar- Croissant. <laughs> tarts, cheese platters, sandwiches, and French roast coffee. Next up is the, and I should say, the croissants are delicious here. So good. Next up is the Artisan des glaces. It has artisan ice cream and sorbet here. They have fresh ingredients that is made on site, 16 different flavors, 10 ice creams, which are chocolate, vanilla, mint chocolate, pistachio, hazelnut, caramel flor de sel, cherry, coconut, white chocolate, coffee, and profiterole. And six sorbets, strawberry, mango, lemon, pomegranate, and mixed berry. I think we talked about this last time, but I have had a little sorbet from here, and it was chef's kiss. So good. And a fun, if you are adult over 21, you may add liquor to your ice cream. And then there's a new creperie coming soon. There already is one, and we talked about it last week Mm -hmm. as one of our favorite spots to eat. But apparently there's a new one coming with the Remy Ratatouille attraction. Oh, cool. Maybe replace him. And it's the same guy who created the menu and all sorts of stuff for the Mulsier Pole restaurant. Shoot. So he's like this world-renowned chef. So I'm not entirely sure what is happening with that because they already have a crepe-pourri. Yeah. But, um, you know, who knows? Why not have two? Why not? You can never have too many crepes next up we are headed to the united kingdom the united kingdom pavilion is themed after lots of tudor georgian and victorian influences in the architecture here and they have english cottages beautiful gardens and famously uk telephone booths a lot (laughs) of people take pictures here which is fun it makes it a great trip across the pond (laughs) there are no attractions in the united kingdom but they have select entertainment, depending on the schedule. So this is totally all over the place. But I know they have, like, different music groups who... Like, there's a band that, like, sings songs from The Who and, like, famous British bands. And then they have other stuff going on. I, there's a lot, but you gotta check the schedule. Because it's, it's all over the place. Incredible. And, should say, of course, my boy, Agent P. A great showcase here. Yes. Shopping-wise, they have the 2 inch Soldier, which... Uh, is filled with toys like medieval castle playsets, sword and shields, Pokemon. (laughs) The new Pokemon game. I'm just kidding. And children's (laughs) books. (laughs) I'm so sorry. I just... (laughs) I just got that. That was really fun. Additionally, there is a Crown and Crest shop, which has beer steins, glass mugs of your favorite UK country, Rose and Crown t-shirts, and Beatles merchandise. This is a fun little shop that we like to go Mm -hmm. into. They also have the Fancy Goods... For lords and ladies, which is cologne, perfume, jewelry, and this is to fit all budgets. So they have all sorts of fine things here. So for any sort of fancy lord or lady that you are. The Queen's Table has native books from Scotland, Wales, and Ireland, which is fun. And I think they have bagpipes and stuff in there as well. Shoot, too. Cool. The Sportsman Shop has football. I made the mistake before. I'm not calling it soccer. <laughs> but they have football jerseys, soccer balls, clothing. They also have uh, a lot of rugby stuff in there, too. Rugby, yes. Mm -hmm. That is a good thing to point out. And then there's also the tea caddy, because what's a trip to London without some Earl Grey? So (laughs) we have loose teas, biscuits and candy, and then they also sell teapots and stuff here as well. That's the tea. Dining-wise, we talked about this last time, but they have the Yorkshire County Fish Shop. So this is your walk-up fish and chips little place. place. Delicious is known as Best Fish and Chips. Iconic. But they also have the Rose and Crown Dining Room. So this is a pub area, and they offer fish and chips as well, as well as bangers and mash, cottage pie, all of the traditional English fare. You can find that at the Rose and Crown Dining Room. And that wraps up our trip to the UK. Last but not least, we have Canada. Sweet, sweet Canada. Here, it features not only Victorian-style architecture, but we have the nature elements of the Canadian Rockies, streams, you know where you can snowshoe, kayak, all that good stuff. So the attraction here is O Canada Exclamation point, which is a 360 circle vision theater which shows the film O Canada. It's in the name. Now this has footage from Montreal, Toronto, Vancouver, Niagara Falls, etc and your boy Martin Shorts narrates. Shout out way to go martin shopping here we have the northwest mercantile which has handmade ornaments hatley clothing roots authentic wear shout out to roots wines and canadian hockey gear (laughs) also they have a trading post which has maple products syrup candies tea and cookies t-shirts pins mugs etc etc and to wrap up Our whole world showcase is the dining, which is the Le Cellier, which is one of the most popular restaurants in Epcot. (laughs) This one, you have to, have to, have to make a reservation 180 days in advance. You can get steaks, prime rib, salmon, Niagara wines, and Canadian beers. This is... Oh, oh. (laughs) And (laughs) you've got to try the Canadian cheddar cheese. (laughs) Trust me. All right. Okay. That's the World Showcase. (laughs) That is the World Showcase. We actually kind of breezed through it. We did. This is obviously much bigger and much more in-depth experiencing it in real life. I mean, this is, like, we were just pounded through that, like, a list. Yeah, we just... But these are actual things (laughs) that you can do there. So, Epcot is amazing. Mm -hmm. We love Epcot. It totally is worth the trip. We just love it. It, And it's a fun place to experience all of these different cultures and countries while, going back to our last episode, all these really fun attractions, looking into the future, technology, and things like that. Epcot has a lot to offer. I mean, they got two episodes. Whoa. Magic Kingdom only got one. That's only how special Epcot is. That's a special place. Once again, we have that really cool Summer One World Ticket going on right now. At the moment, I can't remember the book buy date, but you can use it this August summer. 23rd. <laughs> 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 That's bold. We might have to come back next week and correct that, but look on our website. I did the text for it, and I know it's correct, so go on our website, the Summer One World Ticket... You can visit each of the Epcot theme parks and both water parks, so you get one admission to each, and it's a super awesome deal, great value, so go onto our website. We'd love to help you get to Walt Disney World. Next week, we are going to be doing an episode on... Whatever you say we're gonna do. Oh, man, here it comes. Disney's Hollywood Studios. Hey, oh, this is the big one. We're back to Star Wars, you We are back to Star Wars, so we are going... You know what? We're not going to do that. Oh, Psych! <laughs> we are <laughs> we're actually going gotcha. to do Disney's Animal Kingdom you like creatures <laughs> I don't know. We'll see what we end up doing. But those are the two possibilities. Thank you so much for listening. You guys rock. You do. Once again, if you have any questions, feel free to email us at packedwithfun at getawaytoday.com. We'd love to answer them or if you have any suggestions or ideas, feel free to give our agents a call at 855-GETAWAY if you want to plan a Walt Disney World vacation or visit our website at getawaytoday.com. It's been a great day. Thank you all so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.